This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, Marv Rabbi Isai. Again, Erev Shabbos. Today, Again Chaydesh, Rosh Chaydesh Sivan. We're continuing on, on our voyage, in the topic of the Titanic, in the uh, viewpoint of Halacha and the Torah. And today we really begin the Halachic dimensions of really one of the most um, difficult shailas in all of the corpus of material in Judaism. Um, probably more than any other subject uh, that is discussed in classic responsa, in Shalas Chuvas, this subject is, uh, there are probably more chuvas on it than any other topic, and that is the topic of the agunais. And there are many, unfortunately, many various uh, categories of agunais. Of course, you have um, after the Holocaust, you have many women who are separated from their husbands, and the whereabouts of their husbands were unknown, and you have the Chuvais um, and the, the Psakim of Shlomo David Kahana, the Rav of Varsha, who was the later in Yishalayim, who was the, called the, the father of the Agunais, where he was Mater many Agunais. You have uh, w- uh, wives of soldiers, Israeli soldiers. You have all, all kinds of situations, but one of the situations that came out as a result of the sinking of the Titanic was because they said women and children first and many of those who perished were the men, there were a number of women who were agonized. And uh, that's what we're gonna, going to begin to discuss today, the uh, understanding what are what is the shaila and what are the basic halachic guidelines of aguna. Now, there's a dichotomy, as we mentioned, that on the one hand, it's a very, very serious area of halacha because we're dealing with Eishas Ish. Eishas Ish is Min HaChamurais. And as we're going to see, even if the likelihood of the husband being alive is minuscule, is negligible, and we'll see that even if, even if you could take a Shavua that the husband died, you may not, that doesn't necessarily mean the woman could remarry. In other words, even if we have evidence that a person would allow, uh, be allowed to swear halachically that the husband is dead, it still does not mean the woman is allowed to remarry. But on the other hand, we have this, we have this idea in halacha of mishumiguno um, hikilu chachamim. The chachamim were meiko because of um, iguna. So it's this dichotomy in halacha. Um, how do you deal with these two uh, Concept. So we begin, just, uh, just as a way of introduction from the Jewish standpoint, the first question that arises, he she'ilas ha'igunais. Kizachar, like we mentioned, the women were saved as their husbands were remained behind. The nature is she'ilas igun hinam min ha'kash v'yos v'hilchas hayados. It's from the most difficult halachos. Mechad gisa medur be'israel shasish u'meidach gisa b'she'ilas igun l'natzach shalisha v'tzaray me'yashor me'yashor. In other words, and as we're going to point out, there may be a difference between a young girl who's nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two years old being an aguna for the rest of her life or a woman who's in her 60s and already has children and grandchildren. In other words, there might be more wiggle room and more flexibility and more of a motivation to be mako if we're dealing with someone who never had an opportunity in life yet. Okay. Um, it's, we could say with a great deal of confidence, the vast majority of she'elos, which were written throughout the generations, 
especially in the last thousand years. And if you were to basically pinpoint one subject, what is the one subject that the poets can write about? Which chilek in Abshochanach will deal with it? Obviously, Evan Ha'ezer, Hilchos Nashim, and it's in Simon Yodzayin. So that's good to remember. The Hilchos Iguna are in Simon Yodzayin and Evan Ha'ezer. And um, also, if you look in the bottom of the Shochanach, in the Pischei Tshuva, Pischei Tshuva brings a whole slew of questions regarding Hilchos Iguna. Okay, so let's begin in the following way. Let's just uh, understand the importance of being mekel in Hilchais uh, Iguna. Um, we have one of the classic lines regarding this topic is something that's brought in the Shalos Tshuvas Habach, the Bach, the Bayis Chadash. You need sheets? Next time you'll get sheets. Um, I have the original. The original, here. Take that. Leave this here and pass. But be careful with that. No, no, don't pass it down. Don't pass it down. Don't, don't touch. Pass that. Yours. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so the that the Shiloh was brought. It's brought in the Shalshuvah Habach. Um, and this is from Rav Menachem Mendel Shtingi, Margolius, who uh, he writes to the Bach the following, Vini Chas V'Shalom, don't consider me arrogant that I stuck my head in this area. He says, believe me. I would even lower myself more. To permit, in some small measure, the supreme aguna. What does this mean? I see the tears of the oppressed. They have no consolation. So there's a concept, and then he explains, and I'll, and I'll try to explain. Anyone who's able to permit one aguna, it's like he's building one of the ruins of the upper Jerusalem. So the question is, what in the world is this talking about? So there's a concept that that a woman is a uh, is a representation of the Shechina, and the Shechina, so to speak, is also without her husband. The Shechina is also ka'amana, and by being mater in aguna, that is a, a way of giving some degree of consolation to the Shechina, and someone who is mater. In Aguna, Lamata, it's Kilo, you built one of the ruins of the heavenly Yerushalayim. Kutchabrichu. Okay, we'll leave it at that. So the Marsham also, this is a common refrain in the Shaosachuvais that in other words the motivation to Matar and Aguna is this concept of Kalhamata Aguna Achas Ba'ilamaza, Kilo Bana Achas Me Kharvais Yushalaim Halyana the Marsham and Khilak Alafsim Pedar also invokes this line of the Chuvas Habach. Um, the Marsham quotes it from the Sefer Nachal Kidumim on Eicha. I am unaware of any Sefer Nachal Kidumim on Eicha. There is a Sefer Nachal Kidumim on the Chida. I don't think um, there's, there's a comment on Eicha about this. But in any event, let's begin to learn the Sugya. 
Okay, this is what is called the sugya of Mayim She'ein Lahem Saif, water that has no end. Okay, and there's going to be a distinction between Mayim She'ein Lahem Saif, Mayim She'yesh Lahem Saif. Basically, Mayim She'yesh Lahem Saif, somebody falls into a lake where the perimeters are finite, and from standing from the vantage point of the shore, you could see the whole perimeter. Someone falls in and stays there long enough that they cannot survive. So then, possibly the woman could get remarried because where is the guy? He didn't, uh, he didn't emerge. He's been submerged long enough that he can't survive. Let's say whether it's three days, one day, or 30 minutes even. And, well, well where is he? Oh, he must have. He, maybe when you weren't looking, he came out. I was looking the whole time. <coughs> so somebody's standing there. Now, we don't have any evidence that he died. His body didn't turn up. But we know he did not emerge. In that case, possibly he could be Mako. However, Mayim She'ein Loisayf, endless waters. So if you're standing on one coast, well, just because you didn't see him emerge, maybe he emerged on the other side. So you say, how did he get there? I don't know, maybe he found a raft. Maybe a current rushed him to the other side. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And even though it's unlikely, so we're going to see it under Mayim She'ein Loisayf, she cannot remarry. We'll see. No, Ein Loisayf. Ein Loisayf is you can't see the other shore. But for the Great Lake, for example, that would also be inland. So, you know, just 20 miles Well, yeah, we'll see possibly. Now, um, the Titanic, obviously, it's it sunk in the North Atlantic. It's Maim She'ein Loisayf. And at first glance, and Maim She'ein Loisayf, Asalina says she can't get married. Now we're going to say, well, what if she did? And she didn't listen to the Chachamim. Okay, so that's the first sugya. Um, so the Gemara Nivam is Nav Kuf Chaf Aleph Amar Aleph. Nafal, first the Mishnah says, Nafal Lamayim Bein Sheyesh Lahem Saif, Bein Sheyin Lahem Saif, Ishtai Asura. If someone fell into water with an end, finite, or infinite, the woman cannot get married. That's the opinion of the Tanakam, not like we said, right? Because here we're saying, even if it's Yesh Lahem Saif, uh, she can't get married. And, and this is the, obviously this opinion is chayshesh, even for the remotest miyot. Amar Ameir, in fact, there's a story about someone, Shinaf Alabar, that fell into a pit, Hagadal, fell into a cistern. And after three days, he emerged. So what do we see from here? Even by Mayim, Sheyesh Laisayf, just because you say, I stood there for a day and the person did not emerge, well, we're worried, according to Ameir, maybe a guy stayed underwater for a year, and when you weren't looking, he came up. Well, a bar is Maim Sheyesh Saif. Yeah, it's talking about a bar of water. Yeah, oh. it's talking about a bar of water. And he came up after three days. So all the Achorinah asked, what, what do you mean? Yeah, you can't come, you can't stay in water for three days. You can't even stay there for one day. You can't even stay there for one hour. Nobody could hold their breath for more than, I don't know, a few minutes. Certainly after a half hour, you're dead. So they say various explanations. Well, maybe... There was some kind of underwater tunnel. Maybe there's an air bubble. Maybe the fish carved out something under the, the coast and, and the water didn't reach up to the top. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Now, is it likely? No. Is it, is it really possible? No. But Rameyer says, we're dealing with Asia fish. And Rameyer said, I'll tell, meaning Rameyer saying, I'll tell you a crazy story. Crazy things happen. Amar Rabbi Yossi. What if it's infinite in one direction? You have a river. You can see a course, but you can't see the, the shores on the other end. That's Mayim She'ein Loisayf. In other words, Yesh Loisayf means you could see everything. 
There's a story about a blind man. He went down to immerse in a cave. His attendant went down after him. And they stayed underwater the amount of time that would not, um, would not support life. And we allowed their wives to marry. So that's not like Rameer. This is a case of Mayim Shiyesh Loi Saif. And after witnesses say they stayed under the water long enough that they would not be able to live, we test we allowed their wives to marry. Okay. Vishuv Maisa. There's another story. So basically Rabbi Yossi is arguing on Rameir. Rameir says that by Mayim Shiyesh Loi Saif you can't marry comes Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi says, no, by Mayim Sheyesh Loisoif, you could marry. V'shuv Mais, another story, Ba'asya, in Asya, Be'echad She'shel Shaluhu Liam, somebody was let down on a chain into the sea. V'loi also be'adam el Raglai. So then he said, I'm going scuba diving, just pull me up after a few minutes. They pulled, they, they pulled up, they pulled up a leg, but that's it. So, so what happened? They say the gefilte fishes are they're, they're pretty uh, strong down there. Um, they only pulled up a leg. Amru chachamim. The chacham said like this: Minhar kuba ulamala tinase. If they pulled up his thigh, his from his knee and up. In other words, if what they pulled up was not just the leg, but had a little bit of the knee and up, then tinase she could get married, because that means this guy is missing not just the leg; he's missing part of his thigh. Minar Kubo Lamatov is only from the knee and below. Loitina says she can't get married. Because, in other words, this guy obviously is missing a leg. So now what does it depend on? It depends on, is missing a leg a uh, mortal wound? Will that render you a trefa? So the halachas only renders you a trefa if you're missing part above the knee. If you're missing below the knee, it does not render you a trefa. Now what's very interesting is, okay, let's say the person, let's say you pull up above the knee and the man's a trefa. Why could she remarry? Because uh, he didn't survive. But when could she remarry? Because the, ha- the halacha is a trefa cannot survive for 12 months. So according to the Rajba and others, she could only marry after 12 months. According to the Rambam, she could marry immediately. I, a trefa cannot survive 12 months. That's a trefa walking on dry land. A trefa under the water, he ain't surviving uh, at all. Okay. But we possibly have, she has to wait 12 months. Bottom line is, so let's get to the lambdas of Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. Says the Gemara, Tan Rabbana, Nafal So we have Machlaikis. Everyone agrees, Mayim She'en Lahem Saif, she cannot marry. The Shal is Mayim She'yesh Lahem Saif. Reb Meir says no. Reb Meir is Choshesh for the Miyot. Reb Yossi says yes. Tan Rabbana, Nafal Lamayim, Bein She'yesh Lahem Saif, Bein She'en Lahem Saif, Ishtai Asura, Divrei Reb Someone falls into the water, whether it has an end, whether it doesn't have an end, the woman cannot get married. If the water is finite, the woman is mutter. If there's no end, the woman is asr. So they argue about Mayim Sheyesh Loisoif. We paskin like the Chachamim and Rav Yoisi. Mayim Sheyesh Loisoif. If somebody falls into a swimming pool and they and they stay there for a half hour, and you don't see them come out, she could get remarried. I, he's not in the pool. Well, you, you were watching the whole time, and uh, the guy didn't emerge. Now, it, it could be in a pool is a little bit different, because, well, where is he? <laughs> you know? 
But let's say somebody fell into a, a small body of water that's uh, an enclosed area and uh, stayed there long enough that they can't survive. Halacha the woman could remarry. Exactly. The first line of the Mishnah is, is the Tanakhama is like Rav Meir. We don't pass in like Rameh, we pass in like the Chachamim. But Mayim She'ein Lohem Soif, Ishtayasura. Hechi Dami Mayim She'yesh Lohem Soif. What is the definition of Mayim She'yesh Lohem Soif? Amar Abaye, Kol Sha'oimed Veroya Me'arba Ruchoisav. Any time that you could see all the perimeter, all the four, right? The perimeter of the outside of the body of water, that is Mayim She'yesh Lohem Soif. Now, what is the reason why Mayim She'in Lohem Soif, the woman cannot get remarried? Because maybe he came up the other side. Now, how did he get? How did he get to the other side? Um, so the answer is. The answer is by Mayim She'in Lohem Soif. What are we chayshish for? We are chayshish for maybe a lo- maybe a log that he held on to, and I I didn't see him emerge. He emerged on the other side, but we'll, we'll redefine that very soon. So Gemara says a story. There is a man who drowned in the swamp of Simki. Here they translate the fen f e n. Anyone know what a fen is? Me neither. It's a swamp basically. Um, Insaba Ravshila Ladabisu. So Ravshila married his wife. Now this swamp is in Mayim Shiyeshlaif or Mayim Shain Lahem Saif. Obviously if Ravshila married the wife, he thought it was Mayim Shiyeshlam Saif. But Amalai Rav Lishmuel, Rav said to Shmuel, Ta Nishamte, let's put him in Khairam. Because this is Mayim Shain Lahem Saif. Well Rav said it is. <laughs> Rav said it's Mayim She'ein Lohem Soif. So Rav said to Shmuel, let's put him in Cherem. Let's put him in Cherem. Meaning Rav assumed that Rav, she- that Rav Shila ignored the halacha that Mayim She'ein Lohem Soif, you know how to get married. Amar so Shmuel said, Nishach Le'Bereisha, hold your horses here. Before we put him in Cherem, let's send him a message. By the way, who do we pass him like, Rav or Shmuel? No, no, no. Rav or Shmuel? Fifty-fifty, you're going to get it right. <laughs> Actually, no, what do we pass like? We pass like Rav the Isser and my Shmuel the Mamain. Why? Shmuel was a doctor, so Shmuel was an expert in practicum. So by Hilchos monetary laws... He knew human dynamics, so he passed him like Shmuel, I believe. Rav, on the other hand, Rav was more of um, purely a, to- a Torah sage, so when it comes to Issa, we pass him like Rav. So Rav wanted to put the guy in Cherem. Shmuel, Shmuel, on the other hand, said, no, let's, let's, ask, let's ask him why he did it. Fine. So, Shochulei, um, they asked him, Mayim she'en lohem soif, ishta esra muteras. Pal, what's Allah mayim she'en lohem soif? He said, uh, The woman is Asr. So they asked him, This body of water it has an end or doesn't? He sent to them, It has no end. 
So he said, Umar, my time over. Okay, so why'd you marry? He said, Mitotina, I made a mistake. Mitotina, Anna. Anna, Tina, I made a mistake. Anna Savri, I held like this. I can't see to the end. But, but so what if I can't see to the end? But it's stagnant waters. So if it's stagnant waters, I thought the pshad in Mayim She'in Lahem Soif is maybe a current took him to the other end. But there are no currents in this body of water. So I thought it had a din of Mayim She'esh Lahem Soif. Even though it's endless, but how is he getting from where he drowned to the other end? You know, how's he getting 100 miles away? I can't see 100 miles away. But, but the, water's, uh, there's no, the water's not taking him. But it's not true. Kivan de Ika Gali, since they're waves, Amr will say Gali Ishbalu. The waves took him there. So I don't understand. What do you mean the waves? So the Rishonim Rish- Rish- say like this. Rishonim says that even though the, the, it's stagnant water and there are no undercurrents, but it's such a big body of water that the wind alone could create movement in the water and could take him there. So therefore, what happened? So Shmuel basically, now are you going to put such a guy in Cherem? No, because he's not v- deliberately violating the Lache. He erroneously paskined that this is Mayim Sheyesh Lohem Soif. So Kari Shmuel, Alei de Rav, Shmuel invoked on Rav, Lo Yuna Letzadek Kol Aven. Nothing bad happens to a righteous man. Meaning, um, really Rav Shilo did not deserve to be put in Cherem. Had Rav put him in Cherem, he would, Rav would have been guilty. So Hashem, Shmuel said, saved Rav from an improper Cherem. So Rav said back to Shmuel, well, it's really the credit goes to you. Kari Rav, Rav said about Shmuel, salvation is with um, a lot of advice. Meaning it's because I took advice from you that I was saved. Okay. Marv Rabbi the saga continues. Amar. Rebbe, Tanya, we want to know Bryce. I'm a Rebbe. Maisa b'shnei b'nei Adam. There's a story about two people. Very exciting so far. It's a story about two people. Mechamrin, Machmorin, Biyardin. They were making nets in the Jordan River. V'nichnas echad mehem l'mechila shel dogim. And one of them entered a burrow made by fish. Now what is a burrow made by fish? So apparently, if this is the water, and this is the bank, the the fish burrowed into the bank. Now you would think the water would go there, and it usually does, but it doesn't necessarily fill up to the top. So the man entered the burrow, not the burrow of Brooklyn, the burrow of the bank. What happened? The shakachama was shkiasachama, and he was lit fish. So the day's over. Vloira pischa shomachila. He didn't see the opening of the burrow. Vishachaveroi, his friend said, Well, you know, it's been nice knowing my other fisherman friend. Let me just wait here long enough that he should die so I could let his wife know that besides the fact that you're not eating tuna tonight, also you need to get, you know, you could get remarried. So he decided to wait there, until the amount of time that he could die. And he went and he told the other members of his household. Of, of the household of this other fisherman. In the morning the sun shone. And he saw the opening of the burrow, meaning the guy who sort of fell into the burrow, he sees the opening. He came home, and uh, 
he sat down to hear the beautiful things that they were saying about him at his hesped. <laughs> you know the story of the rabbi who, uh, who was a great speaker? <coughs> the only thing is he didn't do good uh, off the cuff. So, you know, he could prepare a killer drasha. The only thing is, with, when it came to hespedim, you know, he didn't always get advance warning. So, uh, what's he going to do? You know, Shabbos Hagado, Shabbos Shuvah, he already lined up drashas the next 50 years. So he decided he's going to write a hesped for every single person in the shul in advance. The problem was, uh, one day there was a big hurricane and it blew his file cabinet out into the street. And the whole kahila... And the whole Kehillah read different Hespedim about them, and obviously the Rav had to become maybe fisherman after that, I don't know. But, by the way, this story is Nishka Hagen, Nishka Flegen. This is just, I just made it up. No. Anyway, it's an old joke. So, um, so the guy came back, he walks into his house, and he walks in on his Hespid. Amar Rebbe, Kama Gedoylem Divrei Chachamim. How great are the words of the sages? Look how great the words of the rabbis are. Because look, you, look, you see what happens. The rabbi said, You can't get remarried. And they were right, because this guy, he was mistakenly mistaken for dead, and they testified that he's dead. He walked in on his own funeral. So Gemara said, wait a second. But if this guy was saved in a burrow of water, then the halacha should be even mayim sheyesh lahem saif. You can't get married. nami dogim. We should worry about a burrow. So Gemara says no. In water that has an end, they're not burrow. It's very unlikely to have a burrow made by fish. Why? There are not so many fish, and even if you have fish, they're not so big, and even if they're big, they don't usually borrow. It's only a Mayim Shein Laham Okay. This next little shtickle here is key to the sugya. Amar Ravashi Had Amar Rabbanon Mayim Shein Laham Saif This halacha, that Mayim that has no end, the woman can't get remarried. Hanimili Be'inishta Alma. This is only a regular person a regular person, a regular person, if he disappears, so uh, nobody's going to find out about him. But a Torah scholar, that the wife of a Torah scholar, if he disappears in Mayim She'en Lohem Soif, she could remarry. Why? Because, um, because if he emerged on the other end, we're going to find out about it. In other words, what's the reason why Mayim she'en lohem soif. What's the reason why Mayim she'en lohem soif she can't get remarried? Because maybe he got washed to the other side and he's alive. Well, if this person is a famous person, we're going to know that they're, that they're alive. So, what? If, if, it's a, if it's a prominent person, if it's a Tzumar Abonon, the person, there'll be a call, there'll be uh, rumors that, that the person's alive. And we don't have to be chayshesh that the person emerged. Apparently, immediately. Now, it's, it, listen carefully. It's very interesting, because what do you mean? If what? What's the reason Mayim she'en lohem so if she can't remarry? Because we're afraid that the guy got washed to the other side. Well, and we're saying if it's a torba merabanan, we'll hear we'll hear rumors. But what about the other thing? Maybe he fell into a burrow of fish. 
fell into a borrow of fish, we're not, what's an afkamina between a tzorah merabanan and a regular person? But apparently, it's not only, by the way, it's not only we're worried that it's one of the possibilities that maybe they fell into a borrow. But one of the possibilities is also they get washed to the other side, which would not apply by a tzorah Now the Gemara ultimately falls off of this. Okay, again, but right now, the Gemara is saying that if a, uh, the person who fell off the boat, the person who drowned, was a famous person, the woman could get remarried because otherwise we would have heard about it. Says the Gemara, no, it's not true. It's not true. There's no nafkamina between a regular person, there's no nafkamina between a rabbi, the Eved in, by Mayim She'en Lahem Soif, you cannot get married. Bidiyavid, you could stay married. So now the Gemara is saying a major chedesh. That by my, first of all, there's no difference between a Tzorah and a regular person. And second of all, this halacha that you can't get remarried is a Chachila. But if she goes ahead and gets married, she could stay married. Well, what, if the husband shows up, so if the husband shows up, then you can't stay married. That's we don't send her out if she got married. Yeah, yeah, so what happens to the first husband? He's dead. We're assuming he's dead. No, no. Avada, she has to get divorced. From both? Chaira. We're hoping for the best that he's dead. <laughs> right? So. Chaira. Um, okay, so, so here's the question. Bottom line is we're saying that even if the woman, even if the husband was a famous person, she cannot get remarried. So take a look on your sheets in number... In number... Where is it? In number... Almost there, almost there. It's not on your sheets. Should have been on it. Let me just see if I can find it. Take a look. Can someone pass me? Oh, it's on my sheet. Tysus. Let me just spe- spell out. Tysus will come to it. Tysus says, Why can't you rely on the fact that if her husband was a famous person, we would have heard about it? Even though majority of Rabbanim, Isalik, if they emerge Kala Isle, there'll be rumors. We're not concerned with that Rav. And she still can't get married. So this is a, this Taisvis makes this a very, very Chamar Dikasavya. Think about what Tosis is saying. Now, Bechlal, if I were to ask you, somebody fell into Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. Are they alive or are they dead? If you were a betting man, what would you do? How much money would you put down that the guy died? A thousand to one. Right? A thousand to one odds. Right? If, if, you, if your team, which is the, you know, the predominant favorite, uh, you're putting money on them. It's possible. Anything could happen. But you're assuming... That, that means the chlal, the, fa- the possibility of someone surviving Ma'im Shein Lohem Saif is already arrived. It's already arrived. They're dead. 
a big rife. And to add insult to injury, Tysus is asking, and roiv tsurba mirabana roiv chachamim, if they would be alive, there would be a roiv. That they died. In other words, the majority of Tamei Chacham, if they survive, we're going to hear about it. So the possibility that this person is alive is now miyot demiyot. Even so, she can't get married. So what do we see from here? Then in a situation of Mahim She'in Lahem Saif, which already is very unlikely he's alive, it would seem that even if you have another additional very strong factor to say the husband died, you still can't be Mekel. That's what you see from this Tysus. So... You can't trivialize and say, well, anyway, it's unlikely he's uh, alive, and I'll just add another kula in there and I'll find... W-. No. You see from Toysavis, and the Rav Moshe writes in the Tshuva, you see from this Toysavis, that even Trey Ruby, two rives, you still have to be Machmer. So that's an important side you see from Toysavis. Okay, you mean, what's the reason? You want to know what's the reason, huh? Um, Why is it an exception? We said the Aisha so I understand, but still, I mean, Ruba the Ruba. Okay, so I wasn't even going to get into this, but take a look in Tysus, in Yuv- there's a Machlekes in Tysus in, regarding why we're Mach, number eight and number nine. Oh, by the way, take a look in your sheet. It's also not an issue. Are you related to the Divrei Yecheskel? The Mari Yecheskel. Alright, close enough. I'm going to say over Divrei Yecheskel. Yeah? Um, the Divrei Yecheskel says, the Shinovar. Do I have it here? Yeah? Let's see if I have it. Um, the Divrei Yecheskel says like this. He says... Bottom line is, is it really possible for somebody to survive Mayim She'in Lahem Saif? It's impossible. The Lashon of the Gemara is, Amar Rebbe, Kama G'doylem Divrei Chachamim Sha'amru Mayim She'yesh Lahem Saif Ishtay Mataras She'in Lahem Saif Ishtay Asura. What do you mean, how great are the words of the Chachamim? What does it have to do with the greatness of the words of the Chachamim? Meaning, when this person emerged, we said, oh, look how great the words of the Chachamim are. The concept is like this. The Torah controls the world. Yeah, the Torah controls the world. Whatever the halacha is, the halacha creates the reality of the, wor- the world. When the Chachom, by the Chachomim saying, Mayim She'en Lohem Soif Ishtay Asura, that creates the possibility in nature that when someone falls in Mayim She'en Lohem Soif, it's not hopeless they could survive. Okay. But in any event, so, so you want to know, so what's the pshat over here? Why Taka could a woman not get married? So there's the Machlikas and Taisus. And Taisus and Yavamis, Alamed Vav, Amad Beis, says, look at number eight. Taisus says, on the third line, Va'amari, the Chayshinon Lemiot Matsoi Kazah, Kemoi Bemayim She'in Lohem Saif, Ishtai Asura. This is not a regular Miyot. Normally we follow Rav. Mayim She'ein Lohem Soif is what's called a Miyot Matsoi, a likely improbability. We added, right, I mean, Toysus Hashit is even a Rav on top of that still. That's because the first Rav is not a real Rav. On the other hand, Toysus and Bechayra, Yisdav Chaf Amid Beis, 
Taisa says, Taisa wants to know, you know, when do we follow a Rav? Taisa says, the Chen Yishloimar, Bahidi Yavamis, Demayim She'en Lohem Soif, Dieved Ishtoy Muteres, Vloyam Rinon, Samoch Miyuta, Dimnim Latim Lecheskas Eshazesh. Taisa has a very interesting question. Taisa says, Taisus wants to know why Bidi Eved, if a woman gets married, could she stay married? There's a miyot that he's alive, and let that miyot support the Cheskas Eishasish. To which Taisus says, um, even though it's a miyot She'enoi Matsoi, but Taisus says, Mishum Chumra de Eishasish. It's not the Pshad, it's a miyot Hamatsoi. It's really, it's a miyot she'enoi matzoi. But the reason we're choshesh is because of the chumrah of eish asesh. Let her stay married until the husband shows up. It's such a small miyot that it's not likely to happen and we won't have to face that shayla. Here, look. Here, the Mordechai, the, basically the Mordechai in Yavamas asked this question. We paskin that when you have a, a miyot, and the chazaka were machmer. So in this case, Mira people survive, and she has a cheskas ishas ish. So what's the pshat over here? So the gemar, she's bechaskas ishas ish. So to, so the Mordechai gives two answers. Either we allow her to stay married because of the gunahi kilu, or it's a miot she'enoi matzai. Okay. Marvabai said, let's just let's finish the Gemara here at least. And the Gemara says like this. Gemara says Um Tanya, Amram Gamliel. Amram Gamliel says, Pamacha so Yisim Mahalak Basvina, I was once going on a boat. Varisi Svina Acha Shinishbara. I was once on the, you know, the Nina, the, the Pinta Santa Maria and I was on the boat next door to me were broke. Vayisim Mitstara Tamil Chacham Shabbat. I was very upset about there was a Tamil Chacham on the other boat. Which Tamil Chacham? Rabbi Akiva. I came onto dry land and I came into Bezdin. And guess who my co-rabbi was on the Bezdin? Rabbi Akiva was sitting next to me. So I said, it's really nice to see you today. Especially because I was in the middle of writing your Hesped. So he says, um, Who brought you up? A plank of a boat happened my way, and every wave that came over me, I ducked my head. By the way, Ramir Shapiro has a famous drasha on this Gemara, that this is a Makar for Daf Yoimi. Because here, Rabbi Akiva was being swept away by the current of this world, and what happened is, the Daf came my way, and every gal, every wave that wanted to ride me under, I, I bowed my head. So Rabbi Meir once brought this as a al-pidrush, you know. Yeah, the daf says, From here the rabbis say, that by the way, if a rasha comes to attack you, it comes to abuse you, just like sort of bow your head and, you know, wait until it passes. Amarti, so Rabbi Gamliel said, at that moment I said, how great are the words of the sages, 
Asura. Tanya, Amar Rabbi Akiva, Pamachas Ha'isim Ha'alch B'Sfina, as long as going on a boat, V'Ra'isi Sfina Achash Mitarevas Bayam, I saw a boat, V'Yisim Mitzal Tamil Chacham Shabbat, and I was upset that the boat next to me was going on there, Amanu Rab Meir, Rab Meir was on the boat, Kishalisam Dinas Kaput Kiyah, Rabbi Akiva says, and I got to Kaput Kiyah, I had a court case, Bob Yashav V'Dan Lafani Balacha, all of a sudden, my co-rabbi is Rameir. One wave carried me to the next. Until it spit me out onto the dry land. So Rabbi Kiva says, So bottom line is, we paskin, she cannot get married. Why? Maybe a wave carried. Maybe Maybe you fell into a burrow in the water. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But then there's one more Gemara, and we'll conclude it like this. Yeah. Now the Why thing is, all of these things, they came up on the dry land. Huh? But it, it, all these things, they came up on the other side. But if it's Mayim Sheyesh Lamsof, you would have seen it. If you're standing there on the seashore, and you're there long enough that nobody could survive, and you don't see... You don't see the person, then no. you should be able to get married. Again, by Mayim... What? By Ein or Yesh Lamsof? You are allowed to get married. We pass and you are. By Yesh Lamsof... Even if these things happen, right? Okay, fine. Just one more Gemara. Says the Gemara, There's a guy walking around saying, Is there anyone here from the house of Bechasa? From Chasa? Kava Chasa. Chasa drowned. Amar Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, Oh, he drowned. Right, this was the case of Mayim Shein Lam Soif. Ho Kim, I take an oath. Achlu kavri lechasa, chasa was eaten by a big tuna fish. So, Rav Nachman was walking down the street, saying that a tuna ate chasa. So his wife heard. She said, "All right, so I'm going to marry someone." Midibur Rav Nachman, Azad the Besu the Chasa, and so she got married. And nobody said a word to her. Yeah, this guy, the guy said, Chasa is gone. But the question is, this was Mayim She'en Lahem Soif. So we have no evidence that, that her husband's dead. says, Gemara, Hani Mi From here we see that Mayim She'en Lahem Soif, only Lecharchila, she can't get married. But B'dievet, if she gets married, she could stay married. Avalinasiv loy mafkin alaminai. Iko da'amri, there are those who say, Insava. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman married her, Lidabisu. Amar Chasa, Chasa said, Gavra Rabba, E.T. Oh, Rav Nachman, this Amar, um, one second, Insta Rav Nachman, Lidabisu. Amar, he said, Chasa Gavra Rabba, E.T. E.C. Chasa is a great man, and Isa the Salik, if he would have emerged, Kala Islay Lamelsa. Falahi, Rav Nachman was wrong. We pass in Loishna Gavarabba, Loishna Lav Gavarabba, Dievedin Lecharchilai. So, bottom line is, Maravarabaisai, what do we see from here? We see a very important thing that Lechaira Mayim She'en Lohem Saif, Ishtai Asura. But is it Midrabanon or is it Midaraisa? If it's Midaraisa, it can't be Midaraisa. Why not? 
Because if, if it would be Midaraisa, then if she would have got married, she would have to get divorced. If well, there would be people marry her, but the, the halacha would be we would have forced to get divorced. The fact that the halacha is vimnisay sloiteitze is a raya. It's only an iser drabanan. Now, if it's only iser drabanan, we have what to work with. Why? Because with iser drabanan, you could be mitstarif kulais. But the problem is, and with this, we'll have to continue. We're going to have to do this after Shavuos also. It's good. It's a good sugya. Um, the problem is, there's a mission on Gitin. That this halacha of mayim she'ein lohem so if you can't get married only midrabanon, that's if you see the person drown. But if you don't see the person drown, if you just see a boat go down, then it could be, then midairaisa she can't get married. And if it's midairaisa she can't get married, there's no way you're going to be able to be mad to her. So now, the case of the Titanic, very unlikely anybody saw somebody go down and was there long enough not to see them come up. Yeah, it's only... A, in the lower classes, never got you know, the water again, but they're on the boat still. So then, Bechlal, there's no heter at all. So Pashta says this is a very, very difficult shayla, and we will continue with this Rezus Hashem next time. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.